0: Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Honest Pod with me Ashley McAllister And me Matthew Alley Yay and here we go into episode 47
1: How are you feeling today Ashley?
0: Oh my god Matt, I am so hungover It's so good It's not Why not? Because it's silly. I was surprised how much I drank, because I only ate breakfast yesterday, late breakfast around 11, and I started drinking at 3. When you got to Robbie Club? Yeah. Literally, the first thing I did was go to the bar. It was such a nice day.
1: It was. Yeah, I didn't want to go out. I had to work in the morning,
0: Mm.
1: and then, yeah. I'm glad I went out for a little bit, but you saw I was just super tired. Still super tired to get honest. Yeah, You were you had to be deck chair out in the middle of it, it was funny yeah John was so good he had like two chairs he was like he, I said I was really tired and that, like my voice was a bit funny and then he was like oh, I've got some chairs in the car do you want to sit down and I was like 100% that was so good <laughs> yeah. yeah and everyone commented as well so obviously I love it when people talk about me so that's really good was, you got a lot of attention yeah that's exactly why Which I did you it hit, you know. I absolutely hated <laughs> well. did you see my Instagram post <laughs> uh, No, i from you... Sydney
0: Oh, yeah yeah, 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 I commented on it. Generally. Yeah, yeah.
1: No. It's such a good picture though, isn't it? It was a funny picture. Yeah, I remember it being taken. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I've got it on my bank card. Do you know Barclays do... Um... Oh, you have your personalised bank card? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So I've got that picture on my card, so it's always really nice. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. yeah, sweet. Oh, look at me. Look at you? No, that's what you're saying. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. I don't even... Know. I kind of remember... I don't know how it came out. Like, I know I was at the front of it. But... You were
0: having good bands with the photographer, I remember, and the photographer was like, oh, everyone, do- I feel like mean, it was something of like, every strike a pose, or it was, because they were doing like, do a stupid picture, or do this, and you're like, ah. And then somebody's like, oh, I think somebody said, oh, look, Matt hogging the limelight. And you're like, what, me? <laughs> and, then, and then you just
1: did this funny thing, and, Everybody just looked at you just naturally because, Natch you I mean? It's another lesson that Tyra taught me in America's Next Top Model because if you've got a good relationship with your photographer, yeah. then that's when you get those moments. Mm. And that's what happened there. Mm. And as you can see, like the wind then suddenly just flowing, and, and it really added dynamicism to the picture. That's and really, like, good me. word. I know, good and, uh, word. I couldn't think of how to say it. So um, it's just, it just you know, something's just fallen into place. The Sydney Opera House in the background. Oh my, beautiful. It was be- that was the one day it didn't rain really in Sydney. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. No, it was beautiful. It was good. I mean, I'm sorry, how was your day? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't like attention. So anything
0: to not talk about me. Uh, yeah, well, I just drunk so much and I had such a good night last night. I got in about 12 midnight. So tempted to go clubbing, but I didn't. Um, but yeah, just had fun catching up with my friend Trisha. Um, playing pool in a cool little bar around the corner from you live uh, which I think we should go to more often
1: definitely it's I in Limehouse it's called the Old Ship and it's quite new apparently I think it's less than a year old is it new? No, I've just made up that fact but it sounds uh, like it could be true could be but we'll, we'll roll of it yeah
0: <laughs> new and exclusive club or bar in Limehouse called the Old Ship it's
1: very much a pub I'd say do you know what I think it's like, what did I say club? Bar.
0: bar oh it's a pub yeah. definitely a pub it's yeah. like an old country pub mm. in the middle of the city like there's it's it's so small pokey Then there's a little room in the section there's a little tiny outdoor section
1: yeah I haven't been out there
0: no it was packed packed Um, then there's a pool room at the back Mm. with one pool table which has quite a lot of space around it so for a bar to have such a small front room and such a large pool room at the back it's cool yeah you, you can play pool comfortably with people sitting around we had so much fun playing pool yesterday I want to do it again um but yeah hanging like
1: a bitch today oh you did it like a bitch today
0: mm. yes. nice haircut though what you the haircut
1: i mean you didn't like it everyone told you it was nice yesterday and now you'll be like oh, okay. <laughs> it's okay i mean it looks like a normal haircut to it's, me I don't, I don't like it <laughs> at the start because to me it's shorter than... i get a haircut every two weeks which people find that's crazy i know there's a few people like you that do that and what i don't like actually and i don't like this a lot are people that do that weird instagram story while they're getting their haircut and you did that that's my first time ever doing it. I know you don't normally do it, but I just want to let you know, don't do it again.
0: No, I was just sort of sitting there and he had gone to make himself a cup of tea, the guy do my hair
1: mm. and I thought, oh, I'm bored. Why not? I think it's super awkward though because people do it when their barber's doing their hair in the mirror so they can see themselves. That's what I find really Oh, awkward. I didn't do that, you see? Yeah, yeah, so at least it was there. But like, I know people that are be like filming themselves being cut by the person cutting their hair, the person's kind of just awkwardly doing it. Yeah. But that I find really strange. Yeah, well, you need to have a good relationship with your barber, I guess, like you yeah. do if you're a photographer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Make me look exactly. good, please. Yeah. Um, how are you today? Are you feeling better? I'm still quite tired. This week's been quite long. So I'd worked sort of like six days this week, which is a bit long and a lot of early alarms. I was exercising quite a bit, which is really nice, but it does take its toll um, as you go on. So yeah, I think for both of us, this might be a bit of a subdued mm. um, podcast because we're both just feeling the effects of like a rough week. But you've got good news about this week. Yeah, I got a job. Yeah. Yeah. So I start
0: work tomorrow. So today we're recording Sunday here in London and I start work tomorrow, Monday.
1: I'm excited about it. I can't say too much about it, unfortunately, but um, but it's yeah. right close to where my office is when I'm in the office, and I've been there quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, and then Jordan's not far either. Exactly, and I don't think Casper's that far either. Casper, Casper well, <laughs> <laughs> so actually he does. I was <laughs> he does. I actually see him quite often. Like I was having lunch with, a, I was having dinner. Like an early dinner, it's like five o'clock with of my friends from work, and he walked right by. Just like you know him, and I say, like, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Let him run. <laughs> yeah. Um, <and laughs> Casper, the Casper
0: does listen because he was thanks Casper. He was recommended to loads of people last night when we were out drinking. So um, thanks Casper. And I'll ask you for
1: lunch then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um yeah so our job starts tomorrow. so bizarre because the other day especially in the first couple of weeks i've been like thinking about who can i ask for lunch and it just didn't even cross my mind <laughs> i'd rather eat by myself <laughs> than my i need to think of that next time yeah
0: <clears throat> um yeah and the other uh well i've i've also i we talked about it before but i Downloaded Grinder, the other day. Whee. Mm. I don't
1: have any more. I'll get rid of that and scruff. Yeah, I just, do you know what?
0: It was the sort of thing where I wanted to see who's on it more mm. than anything else. Um,
1: it's a very different sort of. Um, it feels dirty. It, do you know it what it is? It genuinely feels seedy. Yeah, it does. There's nothing homely about it. It doesn't feel comforting or warm. It doesn't even feel like. It doesn't try to masquerade. it. Tinder masquerades itself as something quite light and funny and bubbly and it's very bright. Yeah. Grinds just like black. Just like horrible profiles, like you're not yeah. even allowed to write too much about yourself, you just need to be like, This is my picture, do you want to fuck pretty much, yeah, yeah, so I was on it anyway, um obviously, here's my
0: picture. do you want to fuck me? Not you man. even the even the logo looks like a little gimp mask, doesn't it?
1: Maybe that's the point of it, oh.
0: um, yeah, so I was on there the other day, um and I received a message. Right, I'll show you the profile of the guy first, and then I'm going to read his messages to me in an accent that you want me to do. <laughs> I don't know why, no. but this is him. Okay. Right. His profile just says "fun now," thirty-seven, joined recently, "hitch and hitch," which is high and horny for people who don't know, and then "open-minded." Um, so give me an accent and I'll do his. Um, French. Oh, okay. So I had already turned the app off at this point, and um, I woke up the next morning to a, me- a message that said, Hi, sexy man. That's it's not French. Hi, sexy, <laughs> sexy man. Hi, oh, sexy man. How do French people speak? Bonjour. Hi, hi, sexy man. Fun now? That's all I got. Okay. So I wrote back saying, Hey, thanks for the message, just not for me. Thumbs up. And this was the next morning. He writes back, fuck off, retarded British. Sorry, fat, retarded British. Oh,
1: sick. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah. excuse
0: me. Pardon me. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to insult you by calling you yeah. fat. He did spell retarded wrong the he first time. Retarded. 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 Um, so the irony wasn't wasted on me. But, um, yeah, but, you do know, you look fat in your pictures? Um, I don't think, I don't know. <laughs> I'll show you now. where uh, we go. But obviously, the guy high and horny, you don't really, it's not really something worth engaging in, really, is there? What with him? Well, as in the the debate of his terrible exchange.
1: Oh, you two look fat. Do I have uh, a fat uh, head? <laughs> Do I, I have a fat head, mate. Like. Let me see. And what did you put as your weight?
0: 90 kilos. 100. Um, I, am, I What did I put? I? put my weight as my weight,
1: thank you <laughs> I'm 90 odd kilos 93 I think I am I think a lot of people lie about their weights Because I know Do you... I look fat? No, I, I, don't, I don't think you look fat anyway though You do have like soft features on your face Do you know what I mean? It's not like you've got like So maybe that's it You've got quite a rounded face I have a fat face I think Maybe But I don't think I have fat on my face I just have a round face yeah, I think it's rounded, you know. So yeah. you've got. Like, I don't have you
0: know, defined features. jolly cheeks. Should yeah. we say? I don't have defined jawline or defined
1: cheekbones. Yeah, I'm not blessed yeah. like that. But, um, but people do make up their weight for sure. Because like I'm a hundred five kilos, right? And I do like a bigger guy. Mm. And then I'd meet up with some guys who put like ninety five or like ninety eight. They are remarkably larger than me mm. and i'm like you are fu-. and now i have a lot of muscle mass in comparison to some of these people for sure right i'm stacked <laughs> i wish but i've got I've, no, I've got a bigger lower half you know like my my hips are wider so a lot of my weight comes from my lower half which is like you know not my top part yeah but still there is no i'm like sometimes i look and I'm like, there's no way that i'm like a stone heavier than you Mm. these people and i just think people make up a lot about their weights and even their heights when they're like five foot ten and they come in they're shorter than me and i'm five nine and three quarters Mm. so yeah i think people just make up a lot of stuff Uh, this is the
0: online world Mm. killers at every corner if If, if they're gonna lie about their weight they might just lie about the last time they killed somebody so you just got grinder have you met up with anyone no anyway this exchange went on though oh i've not met i i had a go at him (laughs) <laughs> why? Because I was, I was in the, I woke, I just woke up and I was just like, I thought I was being polite. I was like, you no, know, just not for me. Good luck. And he went back calling me fat. And I was like, I laughed at him. I said, ha ha ha. Um, I said, yes, that's right. Um, you must be super insecure with yourself that when you hit on somebody, when you're high and horny, then they politely decline your disgusting offer of fun. Now you then act like a three year old. Um, he then said, ha ha, ha politely. Yeah, the very British way. And I was like, I may be
1: fat, but I'm not British. <laughs> um, you are British. I'm Irish. Is it Northern, uh, Northern mm. Irish? I mean, the passport says British and Northern Irish, doesn't it? Yeah, but I also have an Irish passport. Really? Yeah. Okay.
0: Dual citizenship. It's a very contagious thing. Um, he says, you are Scottish. No, you are Irish, Scottish, whatever. I said, I'm not, but I'm also not interested. Good luck. And he goes, "You're all from the shitty same shitty dough." And I said, "Now who's retarded? he doesn't even know about culture?" Um, You've got too much time on your hands, boy. And then he, well, I just woke up. I do no jobs. So <laughs> <laughs> it
1: was twelve PM. I just woke
0: up. <laughs> I said, "Go take another. <laughs> go take another pill, mate. It might make you some bring you some happiness." Um, he goes, "Shut off, please. I don't take pills." we'll have a few more beers. (laughs) I'm like, beer? (laughs) Oh my god.
1: (laughs) Um You said, Well, I'm gluten intolerant, (laughs) bitch. (laughs) It's only insiders for me. Um,
0: then he says, You don't I bet you don't speak any other language except for English. I said, You don't know anything about me. He goes, All I know is Brexit. Um, and you can all fuck off on your island. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. (laughs) So good.
1: Um, I think he's kind of enjoying it as well considering we're both going back and forth, yeah. it's going to be like this weird angry thing we both had <laughs> and then we meet in see? <laughs> <laughs> we both meet in a pub someday and we're like oh hey Ugh.
0: the sexual tension
1: oh been... my goodness it sounds like it sounds a yeah. really
0: hot he goes you can all fuck off on your islands Um. and then he goes can you stop harassing and stalking me please <laughs> <laughs> can you leave me alone please <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then what else there's some other exchanges uh, he said something like, I, I, he said you're all desperate three years and zero contracts zero lol I said why are you messaging me and he goes stop asking me <laughs> <laughs> and I said I've already turned you down several times and he goes should I report you and I said mate you're the one that's messaging me <laughs> I said report me if you want then obviously if you report somebody you get blocked Yeah. so he said done I've reported you and I'm like, all right. Good. Now you don't have to message me again. <laughs> and then f- 5 minutes later. Fucking drama queen like all British people. And I'm so good. <laughs> I said, "Mate, you're still messaging me. I said those pills must be fucking up your brain." And he goes, "What pills? <laughs> don't take pills. Um, update yourself." And then I just sent lots of pill emojis and injection emojis. Um, I said, "Those pills that get you high and horny." And leave you on the same on that calm down that any time someone rejects you you're like a three year old. He goes, I don't take any pills, dear. This is a strong accusation. And I said, I really don't give a fuck. Um uh, yeah, and then that was it.
1: That wasn't it. What else is written. No, there it? is you no no, there's a different there's a, <clears throat> a different message. <laughs> you seen your <totally> messages <laughs>
0: this guy. No, this basically this other guy, this other guy mashed me on Tinder and he started he started a really weird conversation and i was like lol and that's all i wrote and then he um he goes oh, i'll try again and then he started this other conversation but again it was like eight messages in and it was just weird so then he followed me on instagram and sent me a message on instagram your instagram is on your tinder uh yeah yeah and then he he followed me on instagram then he found me on grinder um and he he said hello i'm the dork from tinder i said ah i said you're popping up everywhere <laughs> and he goes i look like a stalker as well as a dork and um he also kind of cute if you match though he looked handsome but then the message he's a widow. yeah and then i said look mate you seem really lovely but just not for me and he goes oh okay fuck off then and then unfollowed me and blocked me and everything
1: I'm like, this is so weird because we said it last time, like I think it's the right thing and the polite thing to do to just say, like you know what, yeah, i yeah, yeah. uh, loads, loads. Of, like, you get
0: either people don't respond or you get more messages saying thanks for being honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Which is fine. At least mm. you do your part. Like you can't do anything because I know, like I don't like it, just being randomly blocked. I find it really bizarre. Uh, you know, I think it's quite rude. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's the right thing to do, but I guess if yeah, people react really badly to rejection, I, I know that like, I used to get hurt by the fact that someone blocked me without like any word or anything. Mm. Um, so I guess people react differently to that sort of feeling but it's so funny like, like yeah, that whole conversation with that guy Yeah, so good I can't wait to fuck him oh, my, I mean there's passion <laughs> there's passion there, is passion yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I'm just
0: not into so. drugs you know what I mean so yeah I'll just make sure he's not H&H and, H
1: and just H just high <laughs> oh. just 20 oh just 20 pardon me I think they go hand in hand unfortunately. oh damn it um, but you know what though this does bring me on to like the topic that I want to talk about do you know what I think um oh god it does really Yeah, I think it's pretty much to me it is because um I wanted to talk about the documentary on BBC3 yep before you jump right into that
0: I just want to because we'll talk about this as a first topic I just want to thank everyone who's listening by the way Um I don't think you understand how much Matt and I really appreciate how much you listen and how much you do
1: share Um even if you are fat we, we don't we, we don't we don't have any bias Towards our followers now. No.
0: Unless you come at us.
1: No one ever come for us. Grinder, they come for me all the time. You just love to engage in it, same as
0: that. but yes, thank you very much for listening. Um, it means so much. Um, and that's why we love meeting up every week and doing it, because we get such good feedback. And we can go now into your topic. Sorry Matt. I just uh, okay. To get that
1: no, no, thank you, thank you. So, um, yesterday, as I was like napping and watching the TV because I was super tired, I woke up and I wanted to watch it. It wasn't what I planned to talk about, but then um, on BBC Three um, or BBC iPlayer, so there's a member, there was a documentary called Jesse Nelson Odd One Out, then it came out on Friday the 13th. And Jesse Nelson is part of one of my favorite bands, um, Little Mix. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of Little Mix? Have I heard of Little Mix? Yeah. Um, do you like Little Mix uh, do you know what
0: they have a couple of good songs one of the songs which I really like
1: they have they've got tons of songs do you know what they have which are amazing Black Magic is the one I think that's one of the worst alright okay I do
0: Little Mix isn't when I used to live with Matt and Stuart they loved them Stuart loved Little Mix I think they've been seeing them quite a few times as well. They're just, they're not a bad band. They're definitely very successful. They were... Were they on X Factor?
1: Yeah, they won the X Factor in 2011. They were the first girl group to go really far. And they did... They did... They were the first group to win. The first group to win, but they did
0: a cover of a song which made me think, fuck, they're really good. Yeah, Vogue. on Vogue, on yeah, Vogue.
1: What's it gonna be? <gasps> yeah, they were really good. There. you know They are actually, really yeah, good. yeah, and that I, was
0: like their sort of like defining moment, I think. In the show, that, and they did such there, that was yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Um, I, I can only name you one of their songs, I probably know more in my head. In my head, I want to say Bang Bang into the room, but that's not them. Oh, God, no. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's some that's Ari Underground, isn't it?
1: With Nicki Minaj and Jesse J, of course, it is, yes, yeah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um so, yeah, the back history, I guess, of Little Mix, if I don't, well, is that they won the X Factor, the UK um, X Factor in 2011. Did they audition as a group or did they? They did not. They were, right. so they were put together. They were four okay. individuals that were put together before, um, um, from like the, the audition stages and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they had, they were the first group to win. Mm-hmm. So they won then, and then they've been one of the most successful sort of. Yeah, they're, um, they're still about, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah, you know, they've got five albums out. I love their albums, honestly. Like, I'm a big fan. I really like their music. I've listened to them loads. Um, we went to see them once, just outside of London. Um, and we thought, like, going to see Little Mix, it would just be, like, all of the all of the gays. Although we didn't go to London. We didn't go to the O2. Um, we went to this... They're in the O2. They're huge. That
0: they're, is, no, I know, I'm just saying that's massive. Yeah, like... Yeah, that's massive.
1: Yeah, they're... they're Big worldwide, you know, band for sure. Amazing. Um, we went there and we thought it'd be all the gays, all the queens out to watch it. But we got there and it was literally five to twelve year old girls <laughs> with their parents everywhere. Yeah. We were like the only adult men that didn't have children there. It was <laughs> fucking awful. We were a bit like, oh my goodness. It was just honestly, we were like, what, what do we do? And was, we had sunglasses he's, he's all on. There. It was me. It was Adam. Um, Trisha Sunglasses on uh, And Robbie Oh okay Yeah So we yeah, had no Yeah honestly Like it was such a good, It was a really good day Um, Because it was Because it was in this place I can't remember It was just outside London um, But it was near like Sort of Haywards Heath area <coughs> Um, South of London And it had like A little festival field It was in a big park And it had like All the stands and stuff And yeah It was just Just all these hot dads <laughs> Young little girls you know, and we're dancing, like, singing along, and the dads don't know what they're doing. They're just there, like, they're cross-armed or got their, their young girls on their, like, shoulders. Yeah. And... But the show was really good. They were excellent. Um, and it was amazing. So <laughs> I, do, I do like Little Mix a lot. I do like their songs and their albums. I remember when Jessie... Now... So she did a documentary called Odd on, One Out, and it's basically about her experiences from when she was on the show up until now. She looked very different to the way she did before, and she's been heavily affected by it because... Um, I don't suppose you watched The X Facts back then. Mm-hmm. I remember watching it. I remember
0: watching it live whenever they did. What's it gonna be? When was this? This was years ago. Two thousand eleven. Eleven. I I was I was in a relationship. We didn't do much at the
1: weekends. I would have watched X Factor. Um, but fact, she we definitely did watch. Even did. when she was on the show, and I have definitely said this before, she was basically just called the fat one from Little Mix, um, and then she was constantly trolled. About her appearance and her weight in comparison to the others, because the other girls are, you know, um, are not the same shape or size as her. Yeah. <clears throat> um, you know, and they follow the sort of stereotypical, really thin, you know, shapely, not much shape girls. You know, sort of. Yeah. And, you know, they're all very pretty. But she stood out because people thought that she didn't match the group. But the thing is, is um, the reason why I say it's related to what you're talking about is because the documentary is not so much about reality TV and the fame that you get from it, because that's something else. Mm. When you go on there, and we spoke about, I spoke a little bit about it when we spoke about Love Island and the fact that people need to be prepared when they're on the show, but afterwards, how to deal with this like injection of fame. Yeah. This was more about cyberbullying, and this is like, I mean, in your instance, like this, I, that would I think that'd be classed as cyberbullying. Someone just calls you fat based on you know my chubby picture your chubby picture and the fact that you didn't want to engage with them yeah. um and she experienced that and she was just talking about it and it's affected her now and you can watch the documentary actually really good and it's very it's only about 50 minutes long an hour long yeah and it's just incredible how i think women can be treated differently obviously in these instances because of her appearance no she is she's been judged a lot about it and, and people will go to the point where they will just troll her and say that she needs to die she needs to cut her head off she's ugly she's fat oh and God. all these things um it made me feel really sad because i know that i've said some of those things now i'm not a troll i don't really go on the internet um to you said some of those things about her if i was in a conversation with you know my friends were talking about little mix when they're on tv at the mm-hmm. time i definitely would have said the fat one from little mix when
0: you talk earlier on that's I felt really bad then you started talking about it because I said oh the one looks like a sloth
1: yeah and you just think and I think there's different levels to it like I don't I think there's I think to go out of your way to message someone to attack them is a few sages up from saying the things in conversation Mm -hmm. that we're having we're not going out of our way to attack someone none of them are right but but it's still like it's quite interesting that i and we could just say you don't think about it, is no. it? you say these yeah, quite yeah. hurtful things um about someone's appearance not based on their talent or the fact that they've actually achieved a, their dream and you know surpassed yeah, yeah. expectations of themselves because and, and she is talented as well like they are the, the whole group are she's talented yeah. she's unique she's actually yeah. her voice really stands out in comparison to others um she fits the group well mm. um but well it means
0: she has to what five albums in how many years eight years old like if if <coughs> there was some sort of bad dynamic in the group they would have got rid of her or rid of rid of the person who was the bad dynamic do you know what
1: I mean yeah that's what they do well so the, the documentary is really really good and i'm, I'm not going to say too much about what, what is channel in I, it. I, it's I, on BBC i play okay okay cool yeah um and it's really i found it really easy to watch especially in my like groggy phase yesterday mm. um where it wasn't one of those things that I put on and just like played in my phone while it was on like I actually watched it. But it it was it was somewhat emotional but not like I don't know, I found I found it easy to watch mm. in that in that sort of, you know, when I was tired. Um but the bandmates her bandmates talk about her as well, like while she's there, because it follows her, um when they're filming videos and stuff and they say it, she's right there, you know, she can be really tough to work with because um she's a she thinks everything is bad you know there's people that she's like you know i looked horrible in this picture Mm. you know i look ugly here i'm not doing this song well and stuff like that and they're like it it can be difficult and you know pain in the ass because when it's fine she thinks it's not and they say that like you know people that should be all the trolls that had messaged her and stuff should be held accountable for what they've done and should understand that the words that they say to go out of your way to do that i think is evil Um, But it's also, it's both evil, but really, like, really absent-minded. It's, like, social media to a point, it's so damaging. Mm. And because you're hidden behind, you know, you don't see these people as real people. You see them as images or, you know, things about emotions or feelings and stuff like that. And you watch the documentary and she's still crying over, um, you know, her feelings. And she's really hurt. You can see it. She hasn't released this documentary based on her experiences and how she came through it. She's still very much in the moment mm. in that, in how she feels about herself. And you can see that her image has changed. She talks about the fact that she would never post anything where she's not looking absolutely perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, she wears makeup everywhere all the time and is always constantly like just striving for this perfection. And she speaks about a time when she, she went back on the X Factor show a couple of years later. Um, and she was just obsessed with making sure that everyone saw how much weight she lost Mm -hmm. and they did the show and again all they could say was she should die which is crazy people are going out their way to write that and she reads them all and then to the point where she had tried to commit suicide fucking hell yeah Um, and you just think I have had amazing to understand it, and people react in certain ways. And I think there's an element to the messages that you would even wrote, and I know you didn't know this before we had a conversation. Mm. Um, but people react to certain things based on how they're feeling, and right. project it onto others. And it's just really, really, is deep. Like it's really dark. I think you know. 100. I think what people,
0: like, I, I can take an insult. Uh, I you know, thick skin. All the, all the like, bad thick skin, but um, I mean, you insult my skin all the time. Luckily, yeah, but... luckily it's <laughs> luckily it's so thick. Yeah, um, I ca- I can take an insult, I and mean, yeah. I think sometimes, and maybe it is an insecure in other people. I have no idea, obviously, but I say things thinking that people have the same mentality that I have. Like I would say something to you, but it's first of all, if it's between us, we're we're joking anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think other people out there, not to defend anyone who's trolling, but they think if they can take an insult, maybe other people can as well. Especially somebody who's million, got millions of pounds. But Do you think so? I don't think the
1: Charles would be dealt with that for a reason. What?
0: I mean, I'm trying to justify in my head why somebody would go out of the way to be malicious.
1: I think because they didn't see it as real people. They're hidden, and they, there are no repercussions so one thing they speak about is yeah because if you're in person if if you're in person you know now it's difficult it's different i think it's different with relationships you have individuals so your friends you know we say things to each other Mm. and maybe there are some lines crossed potentially but we'll have a conversation but we can have that interaction and there are repercussions and we also build that relationship but on social media um you can just make an account Mm. and just go on it and then just start saying shit and people do that they make accounts just to be hateful yeah you know and I watch a lot of basketball in the NBA and they talk about it even the players there will make these like um shadow accounts just so they can interact and and talk to others and even talk about each other and things Mm. like these athletes but there's no there's no verification process over like social media so you can get young people on there who are open and exposed and and open to being yeah you know damaged from social media and you know some people believe that you should have a, you know there should be a certain age and you should have to go through a process so that you don't so that you can't just open an account online i think you
0: should i think i was thinking about this the other day because i was worried not other day, really, a couple of months ago because i would write something quite negative about people on my social media like arlene foster the politician like I will if she posts something which in her head's a positive thing, like she and you know, for her own self it is, I'll write back something like, Oh, shame that you don't support gay marriage or something or if she says something if somebody would say something negative about gay people, I'd probably attack them back. Um But I do it my own profile. I don't have a you know, I'll take accountability for anything I post online. Um but I do definitely think that there should be because social media is becoming something uncontrollable I think there should be some better way of policing it Mm -hmm. making it safer Um, because it we can never not have it now it's sort of so integrated but it's just so dangerous so there, there has to be like how can you not have to prove proof like proof of who you are do you know what I mean like why can't you have just have this like I don't know
1: do you I mean, know? Yeah, and I don't think the businesses will do it themselves because they needs to, and the more people they get on and the more exposure they have, you know, Facebook and Instagram and stuff. But there needs to be, um, with social media and how it is, the same way that, like, before that, and I haven't watched it yet, but i watched it, the, um, Jade Goody, uh, who was on Big Brother. Oh, yeah. There's a documentary about her, and it's almost, it, it follows the same sort of... Um, <clears throat> sort of storyline where people just attack her when she goes, you know, she goes to fame and people just attack her. Now this was a tabloids; so They thought it was free reign, mm. but to a certain extent, you know, people in, are monitored, are, you know, professionals, professions are now monitored in what you can say and what you can't, and mm. things are slandered and all that sort of stuff, you know, when it comes to publications, but there's nothing like that to monitor. There's no governance over social media to a point. And in the documentary, Jessie's mum talks about the fact that she messaged Facebook to ask about, um, reporting some of the people that were targeting her mm. and said there was just no response mm. at all. Um, and they don't need to, I guess. There's nothing to say that they need to. Um, but her mum is scared for her and thinking that actually, you know, she can see the damage that's happening to her mum, uh, t- to her daughter, pardon me. So, yeah. And I wanted to just give some stats. Go for it. Is that, if that's okay. Um, of course it is. So, because... <clears throat> When, in in the documentary, and just in general, she talks about the fact that she was um, thinking about, well, not thinking about, she attempted to commit suicide. Um, They talk about the fact that this can affect young people. There's no governance. So young people of any age really can just go onto a verification process. They can just go online and build, build an account and be then open to anything, Mm. you know, this could be like sexual abuse, people said, you know, all that sort of stuff. Um, and it says that so one in three internet users is a child and three quarters of 12 to 15 year olds have some kind of social media account. And so these are some stats from 2017, um, that suggest that one in eight young adults have been bullied online, but there's no way of actually knowing really because, um, what the figures are. So some of them, they can go off the, the information that they've been given, but there are a lot of victims out there. And this is of any kind of abuse that really don't put themselves forward. Mm. Um, when you talk about not just cyber bullying, but I don't know sexual assault or mm. any form of bullying, you know, they don't necessarily um, put themselves out there. Um, but it says 5% of children have experienced mean or hurtful comments online. Um, 7% of those have been affected by sexual comments online. Um, Did you ever... And I remember... I I never thought about it too much then. But I remember when I was... When I didn't understand, like, my sexuality. Mm -hmm. Right? And there was this um, online game where you used to draw pictures and people would guess. And there was, like, a few people around it and stuff. And you could talk to people on the game and then message them privately. And people would constantly write something called ASL. Do you remember? Age, sex, location. Yeah. Yeah. Um... And then even conversations that I went in, and bearing in mind, I would have been like 12 or 13 or not, or I remember, whatever. I remember
0: from MSN Messenger.
1: Um, there are people that say they were older, you know, 20s or whatever. like that. that I was having conversations with. Yeah. As a um, 12 year old. As a teenager, yeah. you know, young adults having sexual conversations with people online.
0: Who were openly older than...
1: They said their age was older than my age and said it. Jesus. Mm. Did you ever have anything like that? Or well, you don't need to ask, but I, don't know. I, just, I know that, like, and being young people can be quite susceptible, you know? That's, you know, there's a reason why there's like an, an age limit to certain things because, mm. but, that, you know, this is back then, and even now, there's still nothing that's to stop people from writing or saying or sending messages or doing whatever, you know? Mm. And grooming. Um... It says two percent of people have been physically threatened online. Uh, One percent have had spiteful, inappropriate pictures of themselves posted. Um, And it says that girls are more likely to be affected more than boys. So thirty-six point seven percent of girls tend instead of you know against thirty percent of boys. Mm. Um, And then the consequences of cyberbullying. So seven percent of bullied children felt cyberbullying affected their social lives. Twenty-three percent of children turned to self-harming behaviours such as cutting. And that's spoken about in the documentary as well about people saying you should just go and cut yourself which is um, awful. 24% of bullied children have suicidal thoughts. 10% of bullied children have attempted to take their own lives. Jesus Christ. That's mad. And you know
0: you think as a I don't know as a country or as a as a community or the owners of social sites like Twitter facebook or instagram or they should be like we should be able to do more which you know it's not okay i know you said what they don't have to like what they might feel they don't have to but they should want to because people are getting hurt on their sites so um companies don't have to move from plastic to paper yeah but but they want to for the better of the world
1: yeah yeah and it's got to do with your level of morality if you think in a certain sense um maybe there is a cost element to a cost and effort amount from a company but you think what are your what are your standards i don't know what's the word not not what your rights but where do your morals are when it comes to just looking after the world you know and human rights in general um because you do have an obligation, I believe. You know, mm. to protect other people if you have the means to do so. Yeah. But also, if you if you run a website, they have. I'm mm-hmm. saying they have the means to do it, so that means they have a duty of care. Yeah. To look after and protect, even if they are not active participants in bullying themselves. Yeah. There might be, a, they're using their platform. Um, they're using the information because they can gather information and look at words what people say because there's things like we will literally say words to each other Mm. and then in half an hour I'll look on Facebook and there's an advertisement or something that's related to the words that I've said I haven't Mm -hmm. even typed it Mm. And it's crazy. So, there are things out there nowadays that we have to sign and press, you know, and agree to even before we start going on our phones and, and doing all these things. Any website we go to, we have to accept the cookies that yeah. are, it's crazy. And then, as soon as you do that, you get this advertisement or something directed at you based on what you've looked at and all these sorts of things. Mm. So, you're able to control it when the money's there for you to make off it. But... Yeah, there are systems that look at the words that you write and say. So, they can do that with bullying as well and then target those. Um, so, yeah, they do have that. You know, one of my friends who you know, Ollie, who works for the Samaritans and we'll just mention those in a bit, especially when it comes to suicide prevention stuff. Um, says you just have, it's just a human rights element. You just need to care for others. Mm. you know, And everybody does have that you know, as human beings.
0: Mm. There's um, 100%. And there's also an interesting bit of software which is totally unrelated to cyberbullying, but um, it was my last job we talked about. Um, we looked at fraud online fraud um but there's software out there that's able to if they can identify your email address on your device that you've logged into an account on it can then put a flag against your device put a flag against any other device that you've used that email on um it can put a flag on any other accounts associated with that device
1: Mm.
0: so there's ways of Tracking these things, and you know if you can do it to if people if companies can do it to save themselves
1: money, they can definitely do it it seems like
0: mean? it's so sad that we are not there
1: yet but yeah i mean it's a, I think it's amazing that she has done this documentary because um you know this has been around whats in her experiences you know for eight years now, mm. nine years, and when she's been in the public eye, she's been in the public yeah. eye been suffering through this for such a long time it's still affecting her now as a young person but
0: kids go through this every day at school I remember yeah. I remember when we were at school um, this, this is this is how messed up kids are as well we were studying a book for yeah. English and there was an online There's an online place where they talked about books that you are studying for school and part of it had a forum where you could talk about questions in the books but people in our school were going on that online forum to bully somebody at school this is a book about this is like a boring study website Mm. and there's people attacking a girl in our school through a forum knowing that she'll go there to read about the book
1: I think it's messed up it is and kids are stupid and I think kids need help in those situations, mm. both to understand the consequences, because young people don't may not fully understand the consequence of their actions, and that's something you learn as you grow up. But there are still adults out there that do the same things, you yeah, know, and know that there are no consequences. And well, that's, there's no it. consequence. Yeah, and the last thing I just want to say then is, especially yeah, sure. because it says, what do teens do? Um, so there's some ways that people deal with it and it's one way that you did you just confronted the person and said like and you know as an adult in a minor situation you know and you could, we could call it minor but actually mm. in these situations people could be hurt by the fact that someone just suddenly calls you names for no reason mm. but someone who might be more susceptible to this may deal with it differently um, but 30, so 36% of this is teenagers asked the bully to stop mm-hmm. and not might a be your situation yeah yeah Thirty-four percent block communication, so just able to stop it, or you didn't do that in that situation, but I think you wanted to get riled up anyway. I was in the mood. for <laughs> Yeah, it. yeah, um, but yeah, it wasn't like in a danger. Say, I guess. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, he, was, he wasn't that far away though. He was less than five hundred meters. Twenty-nine percent so. <laughs> do nothing at all and just leave it. Twenty-eight percent. were the worst thing you probably do. It depends in which situation, I guess, but you should call out bullies for sure but also if you do nothing if it doesn't affect you if you're avoiding it then I think it can be dangerous but if you're able to just not let it affect you continue maybe that's slightly different
0: yeah I think it comes to your like your the way you mentally approach these things I the reason why I challenged it was because I'm, I'm totally comfortable with myself yeah and I just wanted to be like hey mate you know I'll do what I, you know. I don't care like you didn't affect me I think I didn't want him to think that he hurt me in any way yeah, yeah. I, I think mean, so no, yeah. I think do
1: it for right, the right reasons yeah Um. The most worrying of all these statistics is that only eleven percent of teens troubled by cyberbullying spoke to their parents about the problem, mm. and I think that's probably like the biggest sort of statistic that's most important.
0: Yeah, but so, so I think sometimes it's—I guess—it's hard to speak to people you know because you you almost feel a bit ashamed. Like, is it my fault I'm getting bullied? Or mm. uh, so? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's going to lead into system like you're gonna say a bit smart and stuff but there's places out there for people to go to talk to people who they don't know yeah they talk to people i can never say the word anonymously 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 yeah they can talk to people without giving away details
1: and just ask for advice and ask for support that way absolutely i mean just abuse in general for some reason um you know there's there's a thing with abuse where people feel like they're to blame so if something happens to them it's their fault and Mm. i think there might be in those situations if people are saying these words they must have done something Mm. to deserve it which is just not true in most cases in the situations um the samaritans deal with suicides uh and if you feel the needs to if you feel like you're Th- those feelings, mm. then definitely reach out to the Samaritans because they can really help. And even if you're, I don't think we all have any sort of teenage or young listeners. I don't believe that we know that. But Childline is something in the UK that you can use as well to reach out if you're a young person who needs to um, express yourself and understand how to deal with the situation. Yeah. Um. But one thing, the overall thing I would say is just watch the watch the um documentary for sure. You know. Um. But like I said, I'm not really a trolling type person. I don't go out of my way to, I don't go out of my way to attack others. But I will think about the times that I said and say, you know, those hurtful things to others when I'm describing someone because it's it's that, those thoughts, that men, you know, that mentality where you just think, actually, um, they may not hear it there, but there might be situations that I say those things that people hear. Hey, John. Yeah. You okay? We're on, on the podcast. We're actually um, recording. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Bye. <laughs> Bye. Uh, yeah sorry so Matt's how Matt's Matt me it's just walking um but yeah so other websites you can go to is there's a website called youngminds.org.uk which is um support for bullying for young people uh there's bullying guidance on bullying.co.uk bullying at school there's like if you literally child line like um I was gonna call you Childline as well Uh, I was going to call you somebody else Um, and then anti-bullying so there's loads of websites and support out there Um, because bullying happens work as well in all different groups it does not just
1: young people but adults as well yeah
0: People, um, we talked often in this podcast about a game that we play. Oh. Unicorns. Unstable unicorns. Unstable unicorns. It is, in my opinion, one of the best card games you can get. So I recommend anyone who hasn't played it to get it. But Matt had it.
1: I seem to have lost it somewhere, obviously. lost it. Obviously, yeah. you
0: play it so much that it's always
1: there and you've just forgotten it somewhere. Yeah, I must have had it in a paper bag, a paper bag, a, a plastic bag and lost it. You didn't take it um, to Dublin, did you? maybe i think i did i think you did i definitely lost it did you do you play it in the pub in dublin no. Um, no 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 anyway i got a not safe for work one i know and it's so good it looks dark and we'll definitely post it but um no yeah there's some really good cards on it because it's quite it's quite a gay game for sure it is so camp um and then so they've got so these ones that we swear yeah so we got some cards. There's a basic unicorn. If you played it, it's a really good game. Fuck boy unicorn. Why not? I'm talking about this because there's just a lot of fuck boys. My housemates deal with a lot of them on a regular basis. <laughs> on a regs. Um, vanilla corn. What, it, what is
0: The Nazi for work one is, I think, a bit more sexually gay than the nor- than normal one. The normal one is you could play it probably with kids. I think so. Yeah. M- mature kids, like teenagers. Yeah. Because it's, it's quite a complicated game. Game.
1: yeah yeah but, but it's the all content d- is not anything that's harmful in any way it's quite pretty in fact yeah it's actually quite like magical flying unicorn
0: yeah and it's all rainbows and unicorns and mm. it, it's just it can be vicious like you have to kill off other people's unicorns which is
1: sad this one is brutal now this we haven't played one, yeah. it yet but i was We're reading the cards and then like we got wasted white girl wasted not white girl wasted white unicorn which is ashley it uh, was death me yesterday horse with a dildo oh
0: <laughs> dildo corn
1: yeah, that's what they do there. It's really good. One um, of the magic... One of the unicorn speed? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's got like an s one, a dungeon one. Unicorn chastity belt. Uncut unicorn. Oh. And your hand limit increases by one hand. Unicorn dungeon. Unicorn dungeon. It's so good. Nay, bitch. Nay, motherfucker. <laughs> Sadomaso corn. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hentai corn. What's hentai? Oh. Hentai's like the Asian sort of like. yeah, yeah. I was gonna say weird, but no judgments here, I guess. Unicorn butt um, Plug Yeah. Semen biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> that was you last night. Oh god. <laughs>
0: limp limp horn. Oh <laughs> No but that's how that's how I'm drinking. This so, <gasps> sticky Sticky <situation.
1: laughs> mother oh, he said a motherfucking flying unicorn. Yeah. Unicorn flatulence. There's bukaki corn.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh we have to play this this picture's so cute because it's unicorn cuckold oh you know what cuckolding is yeah it's when you cheat you're a cheater
1: yeah you like yeah it's crazy pony play and then these two that work together so it's bear daddy unicorn and twinkie corn oof so when this card enters your stable you may search the deck for a twinkie corn card oh <laughs> twinkie corn's got a wee he's got a little drug strap on <laughs> <laughs> This one kills me. Now this one is my favorite. Um, Straight but curious unicorn. And the picture is like, you can't see his face, but you just see body. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. (laughs) That was loads of people on Grindr. That picture is so cute. I know. (laughs) (laughs) You just see the chest. (laughs) Like it's obviously a mirror shot. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I like it. That was a good one. That was a good. blow up unicorn.
1: Blow up doll. Yeah, like a blow up doll. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Polyamorous unicorn oh that's cute. that's cute yeah so we're gonna play this unicorn g mm. i wish i wasn't a unicorn g right now this is you now unicorn came over oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: stuff coming to me he's not that color that's for sure kink shame see
1: that's it we don't want to shame anyone
0: no but he's on the exit
1: yeah because he's, he's been, been shamed so he has to leave shamed, yeah. safe sex got a condom on oh, i like that condom fuck Mary kill oh yeah,
0: it's good. Unicorn acid trip? Yeah. Sex, drugs, and unicorns.
1: Excellent. Such a good game.
0: It. I can't wait to play it. Um, just not today. Because Matt's going to be a dirty shut slut unicorn tonight. Oh. You need to stay out of my business. <laughs> Excuse me? Matt will be putting on a shoe unicorn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm actually going, we're having dinner. Thank you very much. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> I'm sorry. I do say this, though. Um, Well, no, no. We haven't got time. (laughs) What were you (laughs) going to say? Well, no, because, you know, you're slut-shaming me at the moment, which is fine. I'll take it. (laughs) But um, it's a situation that I'm not going through at the moment, but it's a bit like Agony Agony Ash situation where, like, you know if you've got, like, a friends with benefits situation, but then someone starts to feel things. Yeah, yeah. You know, one starts feeling things more than the other. And then my friend was like, "What do I do?" And I was like, "You need to end it." This was a this was a real life.
0: So we people who don't listen all the time, we sometimes have a Agni and Dash and Big Mama Matt sort of bad advice column. <laughs> um, and we were out the other day, and this was a real life, like this was a, in the street in three D real life Agni situation that we were put in. Mm,
1: yeah. So, what do you do if... So, you've got a current situation, which is, you know, an understanding. You hook up with someone um, where it's not dating. You just go there. You sort of, you know, have yeah. sex. With the you know. intention of it not to be serious. Yes. Yeah. yeah You might have food and stuff. Because, so, you know, the situations that I... Me, my own experiences, I'm not really one that just wants to go in and go out within a 20 or 30 minute span. I still like to have a cuddle, maybe a little chat and stuff. And then, you know... Yeah. and it's then, not just
0: dip it and go. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, but that's with the understanding that that's what you know. That's what you your agreements are. But what if those agreements change? So then, if one person starts, so in this situation, um, one of the people had said, "Oh, we should go away for a weekend." Abroad, and he was like, "What do I do?" And I'm like, "We well, can't go away for the weekend unless he's paying for it." Because he did say, "Does it make a difference?" Would you? <laughs> If he was like, oh, I'll pay for us a trip to go to South Africa, (laughs) what would you do? (laughs) Hypothetically going to South Africa. Hypothetically?
0: Going to South Africa. Or China. (laughs) Or, you know, he was like, let's go to Mexico. It depends, because if there's a time difference, there's a time difference, and that affects a lot. What do you mean? Well, if I'm going to be flying over to China, then I'll come back and have jet lag, which I have to be for. What are you talking about? If we're flying someone over across the country... With them though. They don't live there. No, I know, but I'm saying if we're okay, anyway. Um in my head I was making a different point, but oh. I am clearly not. Um
1: What was you, what did you ask me? Would I go? Would you go? they are like, oh, I'll pay for your trip to come to you know No, and I've been in this situation before. Have and you? I, yeah, when
0: I was when I was a freshly young gay on the gay scene of Leeds Oh, yeah, yeah. I um was dating somebody who... Not dating. Definitely not dating. Um, hooked up a couple of times with somebody who was an older gent and had... Shigaday day. day. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, and he was going on a trip, I think, to Mexico. And he asked if I wanted to go with him. And I said, Absolutely not because i was at uni and i didn't want to be financially responsible or financially dependent on somebody else um so i I don't know depends that situation was a no for me but depends
1: Uh, i mean that's beyond like the friends and benefits situation i think i think it goes out of that scope if you start going on trips because you're, now you're spending time with someone, like, important, significant time. Yeah. And, yeah,
0: it's, depends, I don't know, it depends, uh, no. depend, I don't know, I would say
1: no if it was me. After that then, can you still be friends with Benefit? No. You have to cut it, right? Yeah, you have to, yeah, and yeah, it's over. Because they were like, oh, but what if you have a conversation and just say, you know, I just be honest and open. I was like, I think you've been fair this whole time and been open and honest. And you can still do that. But it's quite clear that this person has interests beyond just wanting to, you know, meet every couple weeks. I think so. Mm. It wasn't just that. It was like, oh, you know, he, you know. It's a big commitment to spend he a lot said we should time. Go, he, said, he did say, oh, we should go out and, and have a date. Yeah. Before that. And he was like, no. He was like, oh, you know, I was going to take you on holiday with my friend's. And he was like, no, no. But then, friends? Friends. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, God. So it's quite, it's, you know, so then I think. But, Shut it know, down. He says in their in their situation, it's very, very good. It's very strong. He really enjoys it. They both like each other in that sense. Mm. But you can't continue it because it'll, I think, you know, we're talking about feelings and stuff. It just develops. Yeah, I think. You have to just nip it in the bud. Yeah, no, there's. Yeah.
0: Mm-mm. That's what I think. No, it's a no for me.
1: This is a shame because if you know if if you do enjoy each other's company and stuff, it's it's upsetting. It's mm. like breaking up with someone almost. Well, um, it shouldn't
0: be. If you feels like breaking up with somebody, then you've gone in too deep.
1: Well, more, more just like you know, you do enjoy. It's a shame. Uh, I say, like- metaphorically, you've gone in too deep. Ah! Oh, yes. <laughs> you can write these bloody cards. <laughs> as unicorn cards. I can write these unicorn cards. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I'd say shut it down. Yeah, shut it down. Yeah. Sorry. Other it's, yeah it's annoying if even if like you know don't the time listens, that you spend each other's no? I don't think you listen no but I'm still careful of saying people's names now yeah no
0: no I definitely I didn't say his name
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah no so um cool I want to talk about something but I'm actually going to talk about it next week only because we definitely yeah time wise <laughs> but also because there's a documentary coming up this week which isn't out yet. Oh, so it'd be good to
1: watch it. Yeah, be good and to watch it and it. then talk about it. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So, um, one thing that happened this week was Gareth Thomas revealed that he's HIV positive. Um, he made an emotional video. Have you seen the video? Yes. Um, a very, it was a minute and a half video on his Twitter account, so go check that out. And, yeah, just watching it was really sad. Like, he, it, he struggled to say it out loud, I think. Um, but, basically... Yeah, by the sounds of it, he was forced to say it for some tabloid out of him. Yes,
1: yeah, I didn't know, because I was looking on the internet, I couldn't find, I thought there'd be a reason, he said he had to do it, he had to do it. Yeah,
0: it's, it's my secret to tell you. Yeah, um, and I've, he says I've been forced to say it. Yeah, and then I, I think I read somewhere that some tabloid was about to tell his parents and use their reaction to sell
1: papers. It's the same Jay, Jay Goody thing I am talking about, oh, it's really yeah. vile, these it's are disgusting. people's lives. It's disgusting. You know. And um, me and Jordan were just watching um, the first series of RuPaul's Drag Race, right? Which mm. started in 2008. Oh my God. Okay. And then there's a drag queen on the show called Angina who comes out and says that they've been living with HIV for the past two years. Mm. And they were just saying, yes, yes, mm. that back then it would have been such a big deal. But yeah. nowadays if people say it, and they have said it on the show, that it, they're on to the next question. But actually, things that we think as a community we're getting past... Are still issues now, and it's just surprising. It is surprising,
0: but it's also down to um, one of the things that it talked about in this article I read was there was so much misunderstanding about HIV um, and AIDS in the in in the nineteen in the eighties, like what they put forward, and that stigma is still stuck because it just it seems to. Um, but there's obviously advances in medicine now that allow people who are HIV positive to live long, healthy lives with effective treatment. The virus cannot be passed on. So, yeah, so Garth Thomas has said he's got HIV. Um, he wanted to, like I said, he was he felt like he was forced to come out, which is which is sad. Um, but there's a documentary coming up and I think it's on it's on BBC Wales on Wednesday. So I imagine it will be on iPlayer at some point. Um, which he talks about his diagnosis um, but yeah um, I think we will talk about it maybe next week yeah. we, when we watch it yeah um, and we can say
1: people watch it as well and then you can get involved in the conversation yeah, yeah yeah
0: so if you people do watch it um, on iPlayer I think it's on Wednesday night uh, let us know what you think and we'll we'll talk about this next week but I also I was thinking um, because HIV is still so important uh, and it's still so much stigma around it. Lo- loads of people don't know a lot of stuff about it. I was very uneducated about it only five years ago. I still am. Yeah. Um, eh, first of December is is Awareness Week, or AIDS, AIDS Awareness Day, I think. Okay. Um, I think we'll do a special HIV episode um, then. Sweet. Uh, but next week we'll talk about Garth Thomas and his story. Um, but yeah, make sure you watch the documentary and get involved and another documentary which i watched this is very documentary but i guess you didn't watch it
1: i didn't watch it yet
0: no the um there was a brilliant documentary which means a lot to me because it's all based at home
1: you just don't care about northern ireland you
0: don't care about northern ireland it's so clear (laughs) if you're government at the minute that you do not care about northern ireland but the trouble so it's been 50 years since the british troops arrived in northern ireland to help the RUC, the Royal Ulster Constabulary, the police force of Northern Ireland back then. Um, I like
1: how you just brushed over the last word because you couldn't say it. Constabularly. Yeah. Um. so yeah, there's a
0: really good documentary now. It lasted an hour and a half, which I know sounds like a long time, but it is fascinating. So if you are interested, which I think you should be, I'll watch it this week. Well, the, the new it's a seven part series. Oh. I know. <laughs> I thought it was one episode of One Hour and a Half. <laughs> no, it is. There's seven parts to it. Um, Maybe it's it's Watch it. Like, do watch it. I'm not saying watch it for next week. You know, there's lots of documentaries on this at the minute. We've advertised loads. Yeah, but I would say just definitely do watch it because it is, it was eye-opening and it's sad and it just, it's, I think a lot of people here will find it shocking that this happened, well, it's happened in my lifetime and I'm still very young. And... <laughs> A lot of people, I don't think here, realize it happened so close to home. Um, yeah, so please watch it. It's been really good. Anyway, enough and is enough for today. I think. Um, do you have anything else, Matt?
1: I don't. No. I, don't. I hope you have a good rest. I'm super excited for your first day in work.
0: I'm super excited. I need to go eat, so I'm gonna go get some food No. Nah. Unless you want to play unicorn, but no, nah, I can't. Why would you do that? No. Oh. All right then. Well, that's it then. Um, thanks everyone for listening.
1: Thank you for spending your morning with us. If you're listening on Thursday morning or your afternoon, you're listening on the afternoon or any time of the day. Yeah, and any of the
0: multiple countries around the world that listen to this podcast. Have a great week.
1: Have a great week, Ashley. Bye. Bye. Bye.